Hi, this is LGBTQ&A, where we get to know different members of the LGBTQ community. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and I'm here today with Arise Wanzer. Arise is a very successful model and also on the TV show Strut, about the world's first transgender modeling agency. Stay tuned. I'll talk about lipstick on mine. <laughs> Hi, Reese. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. This is such You're a welcome. beautiful set. <laughs> Thank you. Do you like how I called you a very successful model? I did. <laughs> explains my expensive jacket. <laughs> good. I didn't want people to get confused. You're the real deal. Yes, no, absolutely. People need to know. They do need to know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no offense to the girls who roommates have cameras and they take pictures on Instagram, but... Uh, <laughs> that's uh, not a photo shoot, honey. But, but I'm okay. not here to throw shade. Just yeah. kidding. We're shedding light. We're not throwing shedding shade. Light. <laughs> yeah, it's... No, it's a totally different thing. <laughs> Do you feel like you have to clarify when you meet people that you're a model? Like, I'm a model. No, really, I'm a model. Uh, since Instagram came out, yes. Because there's so many Instagram models. And... Uh, <laughs> That is a different thing. Like, I do not sell tea online. I do not have t-shirts I'm selling. Like, please do not inquire. Like, oh, there's no booking info and bio. You go through my agency. <laughs> you, don't, you don't sell tea. You just spill tea. I spill tea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, kids. <laughs> I'm not actually sorry. I, I know you're not. Yeah, just so we're clear. Oh, I uh, watched the first episode of Strut. Ooh, what'd you think? On Oxygen. <laughs> um, you, I, I like how, like, you're the one-liner girl but I like that they like gives the backstory and there's like enough scenes to make us also like you it's not just snark oh nice thank you because I, I just w- when I see it I'm like ooh <laughs> oh really? I'm, like, all, I'm like it's so honest <laughs> <laughs> you call yourself a mean girl on the show though yes no, yes so you can't be surprised I've warned people before in the past were you, <laughs> like, were you nervous about the edit um a little just because you never know how much of a Disney villain you're going to turn into. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully I'm more of a Maleficent, not, you know, an Ursula. <laughs> like The, the Alphaba who gets the backstory. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you like her, sort of. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Uh, so far you've passed. <laughs> Yay, thank you. Yeah. Are, are models on the whole a, like, tight-knit group? Um, actually, like, my past years in modeling, like, um, you're, a, you're kind of tight-knit with the girls that you do the most castings with or that you see most often. It's actually a pretty lonely existence because you're on planes alone, oh. you are you eat lunch alone, you're at photo shoots alone. Like, you don't really know anyone anywhere. So when you go to castings all the time and you see the same repeat of faces, you start to get to know people and then it becomes a sort of sisterhood or a brotherhood for Laith, I would say. Yeah. But um, this has been tight-knit and very family because we're around each other all the time. Uh, we're sent to all the same castings all the time. And uh, we've been filming for a while, so... Yeah, I've really gotten to know everybody, and, you know, there's, like, a mutual respect and love we all have for each other. Did, did you know everybody beforehand? Not at all. I knew nobody. You're kidding. Yeah, no. You had, had you, like, heard of them? I've heard of Isis, you know, because she was on America's Next Top Model, but um, none of the other ones. Like, I, I think I'd heard of Laith from his Calvin Klein, uh, like, Instagram fame. Yeah. And um, it was, you know, I just, that's all I knew about them. Though. Oh, that's so funny. I even yeah. knew of Laith. Yeah. I, like, I can probably name, like, two male models. He's one of them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really great for the trans community. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is. Well, I mean, when I think of it, too, about, like, when you, people say models, I just automatically think of gorgeous women. So the fact that I can name two, I can name probably, like, 20 women who are models. Okay. I, I, I'd, Fair. You know? Like, do Fair. you agree? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you know, it's it's one of the only professions in the entire world where women are paid more than men. Oh really? Yeah, I oh, love it. Equality, <laughs> right? I wonder too if, like, as a culture, we're more okay assigning men to other labels as like a business person or a lawyer, whereas, whereas women can be paid to be pretty. Yeah, and we're yeah. okay describing that as you first. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mm. Interesting how that works out. Yeah, it's a little sexist still, <laughs> but uh, you know everything's changing though, slowly but surely. Yeah, when, when you. Uh, was it a decision for you to be open about your about being transgender as a model, like uh, in your profession? Yes, just because in modeling, a lot of people uh, in the past, I'll say they'll have you sign like gag releases that you're not ever going to disclose your uh, gender identity or your previous life to anyone. And that's like at castings on set, like you're just, you know, a woman and you can't tell anyone anything else because they think it'll deter you from getting jobs. And in the past, that was the case. But now everyone's opening their eyes and they're being a lot more accepting. So in in, in the past, I just wouldn't sign the releases just because I've signed releases before. Don't get me wrong, because you have to get your foot in the door. Yeah. But after it was already in there and people were perfectly OK with it because the hairstylist you're working with is a gay guy. The makeup artist is a gay guy. The the photographer is usually a gay guy, and like it's they and the designer is too. So they're usually kind of on board <laughs> with uh, yeah you being trans. Like they're like, oh okay, I get it. LGBT. Hello, where the T? <laughs> when you had to sign a release or a non disclosure, I guess is that only because you're trans? They did not make yes non trans women was, sign. The, yeah, non trans women don't have to sign. This. Really? Yeah, I'm like no, because they're just you know female selling female. Whereas like. When, when you sign that, you're basically telling people that you're an imposter. And we're not out to fool anyone. Right. Which is why I'm so like firm on my stance and my gender identity. Because, no, I'm not a woman. I'm a transgender woman. So I don't know a woman's experience. I know my experience. So, But I, sh- I can still sell women's clothes just as fine as a woman. I fit the sample size. So why aren't I getting the job? Yeah. It's I'll, very confusing. Also, like not to like oversimplify things, but like... A pretty face is a pretty face on a, in a picture. Thank you. Agreed. <laughs> Completely agreed. Yeah, like, I don't get uh, it. Like, that's so weird. Yeah, because we're not carrying cancer. We're selling clothes. What is... <laughs> like, we can't sell a garment. Like, it's it's clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like, sell it. Like, like it's not a big deal. Like, the magazine and find the trans woman. Like, you can't. Yeah, no, you can't. Like, and you won't. and Because you shouldn't be looking anyway. You should be looking for new shorts. Your shorts are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> look for the shorts. God, it's like the story of, oh, uh... Tracy Africa Norman? Yes. She was on the L'Oreal box. Mm-hmm. Was it L'Oreal? Yeah. Uh, Clairol. Uh, Clairol. She was in the Clairol box. Yeah. And all around the world. And then it came out that she was trans and she lost everything. And they blacklisted her. The same thing happened to Tula Kasi and Lauren Foster at the same time. Really? And uh, these are trans models of the past that paved the way for girls like me. And I really appreciate them. And I really appreciate their struggle. And because I didn't have to go through that. Like, I got to say, no, I'm coming out as trans. And they're like, oh, well, it's going to deter you from getting jobs. And I just had to be deterred for years and years. Really? And uh, yeah, because people, casting directors will tell you to your face, like, oh, they'll call you in. Like, with, like, they'll, they'll call your agency, have like 10 girls come, and they'll call you in and be like, okay, we want to see her, 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 and her. And then you get there, and they know that you're trans going into this, like, uh, because they'll confirm, like, this is me in New York. And they'll know that I'm trans going into it. Anyways, they'll be like, okay, can you walk for us? All right, can you try this on? We're going to take some Polaroids. Like, oh my God, you, you're great. You're gorgeous. Like, you're everything we're looking for. But we're, really, we're not really doing the trans thing this season. But, you know, like, maybe next season I'll be, like, trending or something. And we'd love to have you back. And I'm just like, what did you say? Like, it's perfectly okay for you to tell me that I'm garbage to my face. Or that I'm worthless. When you called me down here, wasted my time, wasted my 45 minutes on the train. I think not, lady. 
So, and that happened many times. It was not a rare, like a rare occurrence. Yeah, so I know it happened to other trans people as well. And those days are over. I'm here (laughs) to tell you that right now. Good. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, and I think that an an amazing reflection of those days, like ending, obviously it's not solved yet, but it's like slowly we're getting there, is that you were modeling pre-transition, right? Yes, I was. And I think it's amazing that your uh, agency like said, yeah, come on, we'll rep you as a woman. You know, like, that's the, I have to, my heart will always be in Miami for that, because in Miami, like, there are trans people everywhere. You know? Really? Yeah, like, that's where I, I transitioned down there. And uh, I remember, like, I've known I was trans since I was, I don't know, five, since I was conscious of what boy and girl was and what the differences were. I was like, Ooh. I was like, really? I'm not that other thing. I was like, that's terrible. When did, <laughs> but, um, when did you first hear the word transgender? Uh, I heard the word transsexual first because Jerry Springer was on TV. You know, oh, like, that's course. just what it was. And then, you know, you had, like, Tu Wong Fu on TBS. <laughs> you know, like, so those are the things you turn on TV and the media is the first thing you see. And when it's expressed like that, like, it's kind of a scary thing. And then you see movies like Boys Don't Cry and uh, Ace Ventura. Oh. And you just see this negative connotation for yeah. trans people. And you're like, oh, I don't want to be that. Like, they're monsters. And they've been, we've been painted as freaks and monsters and sexual deviants for years. And we're here to change the narrative on that because I am a fashion icon. That's all. Okay. <laughs> when, do, when does a model trans, uh, transition into yes. a supermodel? Is that arbitrary? Um, it's, it's, you almost have to say it yourself, you know, enough times for other people to believe it. Because there's this fear. A lot of people have this fear of uh, manifesting what they want or just telling people who they are. Or what they're about. And I don't have that fear. I'm like, I am a supermodel. I'm a transgender supermodel. So I'm not at Heidi Klum yet, but I am in the trans world because you know of me and I don't know of you. (laughs) Just saying. Makes me pretty super, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should redo the intro. It's supermodel, Reese Wanzer. (laughs) No, it's fine. They'll get it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of the big storylines on the show was about your nose. Oh, yeah. And it made me so sad because we're discussing it like it's this inanimate option, like object, not this thing on your face. Yes. That you see. Like, is that hard to like, was that hard to see and like to talk about? Um, It was more annoying than anything just because I like, again, being trans, you every day is a fight. And this is, I think this is relatable to just cisgender people, everybody. You just want to love yourself. All you want to do is love yourself. Like, you should feel free to love yourself. You should like everything about yourself. Um, not always the way you dress. Everyone can fix that. But, um, like, sorry, I'm very clothes-oriented. So, um, uh, why would you be? <laughs> I love clothes. No, so, my thing is, you just, you just want to be yourself. You want to love yourself. You want other people to accept you for who you are. And, you know, just be able to be who you are and have that freedom. And so when people try to take that from you after you worked so hard to get to where you are now, like, I, I worked way too hard to love myself, to be someone else's secret, to be ashamed of what I look like, to be ashamed of how I present myself? Absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. No, this was a lot of work, a lot of paperwork. (laughs) You know, like, hell no. (laughs) So, it's just, it's a solid no for me. That's gonna be a no for me. (laughs) So, I just, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for the shame and for the guilt of you should do this or you should fit some box because I like the opposite of bravery is not uh, is not cowardice it's conformity yeah. are you going to conform and be like everyone else because you're a freaking coward so how do you juggle um I'm I'm black I love my nose this is the nose I'm born with it's the nose my family member has and I do not want to change it while also knowing that where the industry is today 
and you want to work more. How do you juggle that? The industry needs to change, you know, and I'm going to, I will be the face of change for this industry if I have to be. The big nosed face of change for this industry if I have to be. I do not care because I'm not going to back down. I'm going to stand my ground. I've been modeling for 12 years as both male and female, so I know I'm beautiful. It says so on several contracts the world over. You know, you can't tell me otherwise. I have it proof. Like, I have proof. <laughs> so, Open Vogue, page 35. Yeah, it's like so. I don't really believe you <laughs> when you say it doesn't look good. I think that's amazing. I also don't know how the industry would or could change if people kept changing for it. Exactly, exactly. And the thing is with fashion, why I got into fashion is because I love that it changes every season. Like, I know I didn't like florals last season, but I love them now because they made them look a little more new, a little more fresh. Now yeah. it's a digital print. That's so much fun. You know, like, that's what I like about fashion. Um and yes, we have to conform to sample sizes already. Like, as models, we already have to conform to sizes because designers don't want to spend a lot of money. So they have small sizes because that's cheaper fabric. You know, like, it's true. Like, they don't have to spend as much on fabric. Oh, I didn't know that's the reason. That's the exact reason. And then they size everything up accordingly. And then it's wholesale after that. And then they make their money back. Because wholesale means they're not responsible for the clothes anymore. Yeah, I went to fashion school. I know everything about this industry. Wow. What did you go to fashion school for? To like- uh, I went for fashion merchandising and marketing. Oh, wow. So I know exactly how to sell this jacket. <laughs> and it's on my shoulders <laughs> with you today. <laughs> um, a lot is written about transgender bodies. But for you solely as a model, do you feel like your body belongs to you? My body is absolutely mine. Like, when people say, oh, did you feel like you were born in the wrong body? I'm like, hell no. This is oh, amazing. No, <laughs> like, oh, no. Uh, oh, it was a lot of work. No, but I mean, like... I'm I, asking because, like, changing your nose or gaining weight, like, could you get a tattoo if you wanted one as a uh, model? I could, but I don't like needles. I have, like, okay. de- like I don't understand heroin addicts at all. I have this crazy <laughs> fear for needles. My ears aren't even pierced. Like, I get asked by, like, backstage at shows, they're like, oh, so which earrings work for you? I'm like, the clip-on ones? Do you have clip-on ones? No. The no earrings. <laughs> the <laughs> the <big> it. necklace? <laughs> yeah, was, I don't like needles at all. That's no. Oh, that's no, so funny. Not my thing. I hate needles. <laughs> Is Oh, man, that's so funny. Well, that's why I'm, I'm so glad that the show said that you are not on hormones. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad that you're okay talking about that because I think it's... Like, the modern narrative in America is that a person comes out, and then they go on hormones, and then they have gender confirmation surgery. And yeah. not every trans person has access to that or yeah. wants it. Yeah, no, not everyone wants it, because I, I'm perfectly fine with the way I look. I don't care. And a lot of people are, like, fine with the way you look, too, like, as a model. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, and the thing is, you shouldn't want to look like me, either. Like, one of my biggest things, I like, one, something I say to people all the time, I don't even want you to think like me. I just want you to think. You know, like, what do you want for yourself? Because I thought about what I wanted for myself. When I was a 14-year-old, you know, trans kid, um, and I saw the Victoria's Secret fashion show, I was sitting with my family, and I was like, God, they look like they're so happy, and like that looks like so much fun. Like, I want to do that. I want to be pretty for a living. That looks like so much fun. I'm in. I didn't realize it was a lot of work. <laughs> okay. It's a lot later. of work. Yeah, I'm like, I don't get to eat white food because I'm old now. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I have to work out three times a week. I'm like, oh my God, like, you don't... You don't realize how much work it is. And then, you know, it's fine, though. It's fine. I'm used to it now. It's my lifestyle. It's fine. <laughs> but um, but this is what I wanted for myself. Like, you shouldn't look at me and think, oh, I want to look like that. No, you should want to look like you. Look like the best version of yourself if you want to. If you want to. Or just, you know, chill having Doritos and Netflix and chill by yourself all day. That doesn't matter either, as long as you're happy. So I'm happy with myself because I got myself to what I wanted to look like and who I wanted to be. And that's what I think everyone should do. Yeah. 
I love that. You're talking about like getting older, many model, I'm not saying you're old, but everyone is aging at the same pace, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> at the same pace. Thank you. This is an exclusive. Uh, that was for, uh- <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. That's to the casting directors out there. I went there. Yes. Uh, um, a lot of the like, bigger models I can think of, um, big in notoriety, not size, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the bigger models, you know, start businesses and makeup lines and they host TV shows. Where do you, like, would you like to foresee your career going? Um, absolutely doing those same things just because modeling mm, I've kind of done a lot you know so like I'll get like I'll get hired for a job and they're like okay so we are gonna do you on a roof and it's gonna be just blazing hot and you're gonna be dressed in all metal I'm like oh like this I already did that and here and here (laughs) like everyone thinks they're so original I'm like I've already done it (laughs) I've been modeling for 12 years (laughs) like I've whatever original idea you think you've like you might have for me like I may have already done it but I'm still excited to do it. It's just now I have to move on to other things because yeah. I keep getting repeat things. And I'm like, I don't need to repeat my life. Like I can, I want, everyone wants uh, wants something new, you know, and I love new, fresh, different, you know? So, you know, I'm, I, I always want to model. I think I'll always be a model. It's my lifestyle. Like this just fits me as a person. No, but um, I definitely want to get into different ventures, and I'm obviously very opinionated and chatty, so I may go into TV. Oh, you're opinionated. I know, oh, right? Let me write that down. I know. Uh, you thought I was shy. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> speaking of opinionated, I have to say that one of my favorite things about you is your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I actually met uh, some people at Oxygen at our premiere party, and she told me, she goes, uh, she goes, oh my god, so I do a lot of social media on Oxygen. She goes, your Instagram is exactly like your personality. <laughs> because a lot of, like, these Instagram models, a lot of a lot of people on Instagram, they're a different person in real life than what they are on Instagram, whereas mine is, like, an ugly selfie where I just got out the shower, and then it's, like, a meme about Black Lives Matter. And then, and then it's a meme about how busted, like, Donald Trump looked in the last thing. Like, I'm just like... I don't know. I don't. I don't hide anything. <laughs> like I think it's fun. No, that's what I love it. I love your serial dating talk. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh my serial dating talk because I go on so many dates. It's crazy. Uh, uh, in the like dating world of in our in our acceptance as a culture of the stigma against dating trans yes. women, do you feel like you have to like quote unquote reveal that you're trans like before a first date? Like, uh, what is that time? Yes, at? just because uh, out of, just out of safety because they yeah. don't. Um, like, how many trans, uh, trans women of color were killed this year? Right. I don't know how many, because there's too many. <laughs> you know, so it happens all the time, because uh, nothing is more uh, fragile than the male ego. Nothing's more fragile than the male ego. I could drop this glass on the floor. It will not break as much as the male ego after hearing the word no, <laughs> after an, after they try to advance themselves on you. Because women are, uh, like, men are afraid to be rejected. Women are afraid to be killed. And that's any woman. Because men who are rejected, bad things happen. You know, like, they get aggressive. Like, oh, you're ugly anyway. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> Sorry, I know. I'm not supposed to be cussing. Oh, it's either no, but I mean, fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but, like, they, they get really crazy and aggressive at females. Like, they'll just be talking to you on the street, like, hey, hey, girl, hey, girl. Oh, you're just going to ignore me then? Blah, blah, blah. And they could just follow you for blocks. And they just, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's it's scary. a hostile world out here. No, so, where are we going with that? Oh, but, um... I disclose my trans identity because I'm not about to be... I used to tell my friends in New York, I was like, I'm not about to be one of these cases where I'm chopped up in a trunk in Jersey because I just wanted to live the fantasy of being regular for once, you know? Because it's a fantasy. Like, so when girls don't disclose that their gender identity to someone that's a potential... You could potentially be alone with this person. This person could be potentially dangerous. You don't know anything about them. 
uh, you are playing fast and loose with your life because it's not that widely accepted yet. Like, we're still just now getting on TV. There's only one transgender person on TV right now that's on a network television show, and that's Laverne Cox for Doubt, like, as a regular. So all the hundreds of channels on your Fios, on your direct TV, there's one transgender person that has a regular spot on television. And so that's what people really have to think about. And so it's funny because everyone says that this trans thing is this big uh, phenomenon when really we just got like two more spots yeah. out of your hundreds and hundreds of spots. I'm like, uh, we're not taking over anything. And like the whole thing about the trans movement. And it makes me cringe because I'm like, it's it's just beginning. Yeah, like this is just the tip of the iceberg, honey, because yeah. like the sen- like the general sen- the, the consensus uh it's gone up, like, I think it's 1.3 million people now identify as trans versus, like, the five last year. <laughs> because people were afraid to come out. Yeah. And now that they're, it's in the media, the media is America's religion. They only listen to what you tell them. So now they see that trans people exist, and so trans people are okay with coming out now. Yeah. And I mean, um, before we start shooting, you're talking about how there's five trans women on strut for you to pick from. Like, re- yeah. find and like and relate to one of them. They're yeah, all no, different. If, if you do not like trans people after watching this show, you're a bigot. You're outing yourself as a bigot, and that's fine. It just, you know, we see you now. Thank you for telling us who you really are. <laughs> no, but because if you don't like one of us, there's five very different people to choose from. Yeah. You have to like one. And if you don't like Cassandra, you're really a bigot because she's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I looked her up last night. She's so funny. She's so funny. She's like you. She speaks her mind. <laughs> yes. No, she's like an older, more quilt version of me. <laughs> a quilt. She's Aww. sewn together. We all know. <laughs> it's okay. She's in on the joke. <laughs> yeah, no, she makes that joke herself. Exactly. We love her. No, but that's why we love her. Um, and you're speaking about how like trans women of color are like the most, if not one of the most marginalized groups in America right now. Yes. I think it's fascinating knowing that that the two like some of the most visible trans people alive today are a Janet Mock, Reverend Cox, trans woman of color, and that dichotomy is just fascinating to me. And I can't figure out like why. It's it's the same thing why Beyonce is the most popular musician in the world, but then people hate black people. <laughs> like it's like why do you love Beyonce but she won't say Black Lives Matter on your Instagram? That's very fascinating. Because you did buy Beyonce's album. You did go to her, her formation tour. Her formation tour, the, it's called the Formation Tour. It's about Black Lives Matter, sweetie. Whether you want to think so or not. And so I'm just saying, people, they get it twisted and they forget what's going on. I'm like, she's actually a black woman. You know, like she's speaking for her people. Can you confirm that? She's, Beyonce is a black woman. So many exclusives. <laughs> get out of here. In this Me too. I know. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Um, this has been so much fun. I have one more question. Of course. Okay. Uh, in the world of modeling, you've been in Vogue. You've now been in Times Square. <laughs> what is next? Uh, major campaigns. Major campaigns. I'm going to need to see major campaigns really lining up and wanting Aris to be the face of their company. You know, the face of their brand. Yeah. Because I can sell dish soap. Dawn. Hi. I can sell no. I can sell shoes. DSW. <laughs> I can sell. I can sell anything. You know because <laughs> I, like no because everybody like when you choose a model you're choosing the image. The image. My image is nothing but confidence. <laughs> so I don't. I don't think I exude anything else. So if someone wants to be a strong, confident person, why wouldn't they want to wear or use what I'm using? And 
I think that so many people could identify with you. A black Thank woman, you. a trans woman, a queer woman. Exactly, yeah. yeah Someone who just loves fashion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, so the show debuts on September 20th at 9pm Pacific yes. Standard Time. Yes. Um, where can everybody find you online? Your Twitter, Instagram? Um, I am at Aristocrat everywhere. My Snapchat is the most lit thing because it's consistent. Like, I do something every hour. At but, Aristocrat. Um, You're yeah, nothing Aristocrat. if not on brand. Yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. Just because eh, I don't want to be at Aris Wanzer. You know my name. At Aristocrat. Be my Aristocrats, little kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm on Twitter at Jeff Masters One. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank this you so, so much, much for fun. having me. Yeah, this was a course. lot of fun. Thank you. If you're listening on iTunes, you can see us on video on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, download us on iTunes. And of course, check out www.afterbusttv.com. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 